Folks, what's going on? Arm and Hammer here. The following is an interview with Noah Olson. Noah qualified for the final five of the 2020 CrossFit Games in commanding fashion with great, great consistency across the board. Although we did talk a little bit about how his Annie performance was definitely an outlier compared to the rest of his scores. We talked a little bit about how his finals qualification here and how strong it was could be maybe be the reminder that people needed that he's certainly a perennial podium contender when it comes to the CrossFit games. And we talked a little bit about his preparation going into the games with such a short turnaround. I know you guys are going to enjoy this one. Noah's a fantastic guy, always fun to talk to. And I know that you guys are like me and excited to watch him compete. Enjoy. Take care. See you very soon. Look at that little guy. Oh, he looks, he looks like tuckered out. He is. I don't know why. He only had a morning walk, but not much more. You know, it's the the lives of dogs, man. You can't. Sometimes, sometimes they're just tired. They're just tired. So long night. How's your boots? Oh, they're doing well, man. I, I have a. Yeah. I also have three. One of them. Oh, wow. Yeah, one of them, Loki. She loves to just be outside all day long. So, the other two yeah. will stay inside and kind of nap. But after breakfast, Loki just goes and lays outside and just patrols for squirrels all day. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. She's, she's a real, she's a real lab. Like that, that part of her, the lab mix part of her really shows when she does that. Yeah, for sure. Gotta love them. Uh, dude, top five. Crush. What up? We did it. I Absolutely. told you I could. Yeah, you did. You, you did tell me you could. But I told you. I'm sorry. I doubted. I'm really <laughs> sorry. I doubted. Uh, you, you, uh, you guys, so during that event, during the stage one, you and Matt were like head and shoulders above everybody else. Like it was pretty, it was pretty clear. Like you guys were just better, fitter, stronger, faster, whatever that, that song. What's that? What's that Daft Punk song? Yeah. You were, you were all, yeah, yeah. You were all those things. Uh, does that, I, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you. I mean, I, I would love to say that that was true, but there were definitely other like Justin was not too many points behind me you know he was pretty consistent and um I don't know I I just in in an effort to remain humble I don't know if I can accept that acclaim just because everybody else did so well throughout the weekend and um for sure I think Matt had that big old point spread up there but that's not gonna stop me from trying to close the gap out of the finals no it shouldn't it absolutely shouldn't hey, you know listen dude i dig it i dig the humbleness no ego there just uh just a whole lot of love and fitness some sick abs nothing nothing you know yeah. i'm just you're you're like uh that's all that really matters right yeah it's like chris you're christopher walking in that in the more cowbell i'm just like you i wake up in the morning <laughs> i put my pant, pants on one leg at a time that's it simple guy <laughs> simple times uh Tell me, so one thing that a lot of people noticed is that your Annie performance was out of, out of line with the rest of your scores. What, what, what was that all about? Yeah, honestly, I'm still like baffled by that situation. I'll give you a rundown. So we did the final workout. Um, it was myself, Travis Mayer, and Chandler Smith kind of throughout the weekend rotating through who was going to go for a second and third. Chandler was in a position where he was right on the borderline of being able to qualify. So we said for the final workout, 
we would switch up the order that we had had it playing out throughout the weekend and whoever needed the the biggest push there like the advantage to try to get themselves into that final five would get it and so Travis went first on the workout I went second and we allowed Chandler to go third so we'd have more rest time he'd be able to watch us and strategize and all that stuff so Travis went did relatively well um I, I don't know that I would say like he crushed it by any means, but like nothing stands out as him not performing well either. And then I went kind of similar situation. I will admit my core, my abs blew up on the GHD a little more than I would have wanted them to. I don't think that it like way, way, way held me back. I just had to take a few breaks on a few sets, but double winners run broken. The power cleans were fast singles and they were power cleans. Um, as opposed to I saw some other athletes had to squat clean it and that obviously takes more time and energy. So all in all, I, I wasn't like absolutely thrilled by my performance, but I thought, all right, it wasn't bad. I was like five seconds behind Travis and then Chandler went and Chandler crushed it. We thought he did all his double unders almost unbroken. I think he tripped like twice. He did all of his GHD sit-ups unbroken and pretty fast. And then he touch and go to the power cleans from the round of three down to one, which almost nobody else did. So we saw his performance and got pumped. All of us were like, all right, that was it. Chandler for sure secured himself a spot in the top five because he was close. And then he might've just won Annie and that would do it. And so we're kind of all in this good, positive vibe. I thought I had secured my second place spot there. Pretty sure Chandler had gotten into the top five. Travis was not super satisfied but like there were no surprises there for him so he was just excited to celebrate with Chandler and I and then they announced the scores and they did mine first and it showed Annie as a 20 fifth place finish and I was like oh that's weird I wasn't expecting that I mean I wasn't expecting to win it but I was thinking it was probably still like a top 10 effort and then they showed that Chandler didn't make the cut and that his time, which we thought was amazing, wasn't even on the top 10. And kind of looking at what the 10th place time was, I was like, man, Chandler probably took like a 12th or 13th place on that workout. And honestly, we all spent five minutes contemplating, like looking at the, the workout description on the leaderboard or on the website. Like, did we do something wrong? How could we have finished all three of us two minutes behind the rest of the field? And I still haven't figured it out. Like, I feel like we did double the amount of double unders or we used 275 and everybody else only used 225. Those were like the uh, consideration right as we saw all the scores. A lot of us were still very unsure as to how the performances that we put up that we felt okay about ended up being so bad. So I don't really have an answer for that. Um, I'm still confused. Maybe we had i don't know there, there are there don't seem to be any excuses just yet but if you come up with a good one let me know because it'll make me feel a lot better <laughs> yeah man that that does sound pretty wild because you know it, it it's interesting to to hear you say that like before so i mean listen i i have no idea i i watched um i think when they first announced it they released a video of rich and dan doing it at the barn and i was like I looked at that workout. And I was like, all right, the fast times on that workout are probably going to be somewhere between nine and 10 minutes. Like the, like mm -hmm. that's going to be the top end times that that's going to be crushing it. Yeah. And 
you know, Rich was right outside of the 10 minute mark. Like that makes sense. He's going slow. He's relaxed. Like he doesn't really have anybody to compete against in that room. That's fine. But when I saw what the times were, like the fast times were in the eights. And I was like, yeah, what? How? How? How did you move this fast the entire time? I kind of still feel the same way. I saw a video afterwards of Cole Sager squat cleaning 275. And, and then I looked up his time and he beat me and I was like, what, how, how did that happen? I, and I still don't know, but anyway, that it's was like, a very long winded response they've got, to someone's got, being very confused by awful Annie. Someone's got like hyperspeed GHDs. You know what I mean? Like that's gotta be it. Like I, I honestly can't think of anything else other than doing like the hyperspeed GHD the entire time. Yeah. I don't know. I got no answer for you. No good answer, but well, I'll definitely be working on my GH diesels. <laughs> GH diesels. Let's let's talk a little bit. Let's let's talk a little bit more about the 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 upside here because you finished in second place. Uh, you did very well. I think. Thank you. You know, and you and I talked a little bit. Of course, you and I talked a little bit about um, this the last time we spoke. Is this idea that people, you know, rightfully or wrongfully, like focus on what they think the storyline would be. And a lot of people probably didn't give you the props that you deserved after your performance last year. And, and I don't know if that's fair because you've always been fighting for that podium spot. I mean, even from your rookie year, you wore the leader's Jersey, like 50% of the events. So, yeah, you know, I think people just lose sight of it. Like there's almost this, this like bias against, the like bias against the field. You know what I mean? Like people are just like Matt's Matt's Matt and everyone else, like everyone else. But you, you you feel in a way you kind of like are reminding people like, Hey guys, like Noah here, I'm pretty good at this thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I used to care a lot about what people thought and not that I don't care so much about that anymore. I just am so much more fulfilled in my journey and the way that things have unfolded that I think the outside opinions don't matter as much to me because I am enjoying what I'm doing and I've got the support of the people that I love and care about. So um, I don't know, to like not get the media attention used to irritate me. And, and there were even moments this past, like stage one where I wasn't second and I had some good performances I think like I won the, the handstand hold and Dave Castro posted a video on his page of Matt Fraser doing the handstand hold and I was like oh okay I mean you could post the second place video if you want to whatever it's fine <laughs> but um so I don't know man it, it's all good I'm doing my thing I'm happy and that is most important to me I think I mean I, I that being said like I definitely it's important to me to have an awesome legacy within our sport. I want to be remembered as somebody that did really well over the course of a long period of time and was consistent and was a good person. And like, I just want to be remembered in a positive light within the CrossFit community because I've spent so much of my time in it. And I hope that that's still happening. Um, Maybe we don't see it in the moment, but perhaps looking back after a certain big big chunk of the games people will finally be like yeah you know what that noah guy he did all right and that'll be okay with me that's you know i think people will probably say a little bit more than he did all right personally speaking but you know (laughs) all right i hope so uh 
tell me a little bit about what the past couple of weeks have been like and what the next couple of weeks will be like before you, you know, head out to, to California. I try to look at things one step at a time that are like right in front of me. And I won't look at the next thing until I've accomplished the first thing. So prior to stage one, I was really only focusing on stage one and preparing for the in-person competition, or I'm sorry, not the in-person, the virtual competition. And hadn't given much consideration to the game's finals. I just knew that I wanted to make it there. And so once stage one was done, I looked at the calendar and I was like, oh man, the games are literally in a month. So if you look at that as being four weeks, the stage one ended right here. The week after that was going to kind of be a little bit of like a deload-ish week, like a take it easy, recover, and then toward the end of that week, build back up. And then that final week before the game's finals, you're probably going to taper down. So that really only leaves you with two weeks to get after it. And I wanted to be able to get after it. My coach, Max, sent me a text message and said, let's not go out to California settling for a second. Like, let's really train you as hard as we can with no regrets so we can go out there and believe that we can take first and I said heck yeah let's effing do it and so trained really hard for the last two weeks like lots of volume to the point where I was telling Joanne on one day that thank goodness there's an end in sight to this because I was so tired after one day of training that if there weren't going to be an end to this in two or three weeks, I don't think that I would be able to push through it. But the fact that I know, hey, you just got to do this for two more weeks, like you can do it, stick with it, and then you'll get to chill and rest, was able to keep me going. So um, trained really hard for two weeks, did an awesome prep camp at Training Think Tank this past Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We simulated the final five, what the games may feel like, did 15 events over the course of three days. And that was kind of our like, cherry on top or the nail in the coffin or whatever analogy you want to use to end the uh, the tough training block before the games i'm back home now i'll take a, a couple easy days and then we'll take this week as a taper week to stay sharp before heading to aromas so how fit are you feeling right now i feel really fit yeah the the three-day simulation went very well there were some events that in the past I probably would have been scared of that. I didn't feel that sensation and actually performed relatively well. For example, um, like a, a, an all machines workout would not be something that I would say would be my, my jam. But one of the events that we had was a 4K row, 8K C2 bike, 4K skiered. And I ended up out of our group of five finishing that one in second place like 10 seconds behind this big powerhouse kid dylan pettit and i just i felt really happy with the paces i was able to hold i think i held a 150 all the way through the row um a one what was it probably like a 152 on the bike and then the ski I think I was hanging out at like a 152 for most of it. And then we ended up having to like sprint, finish, savage, rip the ski. And uh, long story short, that was a, a moment that I was proud of, something that was a little bit of a confidence booster on that type of workout. I snatched 275 during one of the events with no miss. 
practices leading up. We had a trail run that I felt awesome with. Um, so to answer your question, I feel pretty much as fit as I can. The best part of all of it is that I feel healthy as well, like no tweaks, because I've had a decent amount of those throughout this season that luckily timing-wise never really messed with any competitions, but um, it, it had me a little bit concerned that if one of those came up before the games, it wouldn't be ideal. And knock on wood right now, everything's feeling good. Damn, dude. That's awesome. I'm getting, I'm getting pumped up just hearing you talk about how fit you're feeling right now. Uh, you've competed at the ranch before because it was uh, day one, I think 2016. And, uh, you know, there's, there's something really unique about competing at the ranch. It's isolating. It's, uh, it's really kind of gritty because there isn't a lot of creature comforts out there. You know, have you been sort of, ah, what you got? Speaking of creature comforts, Dave posted a photo of his dog out there while those other guys were testing. And I messaged him and I said, Hey, is the dog going to be there when we're competing? And he said, yes. So I was like, ching, I've got a little uh, comfort therapy animal that'll be there by my side throughout the weekend. So yeah, there'll Doug, be at least one creature. That's good. That's good. Doug, Doug can give you a little Doug bit of like dogo. emotional support. <laughs> For sure. I'll uh, need it. I'm sure. The, that that idea of of you know that day at, at twenty sixteen do you do you like remember what that was like do you remember how how different or oh, big challenging it was yeah of course it was very unique and it was very challenging um, I hate to reflect on it as such but to tell you the truth the trail run was probably one of the most difficult experiences I've had as a CrossFit competitor I just I went out way too hot on the like initiate the initial portion of the run and I was very unfamiliar with trails and hills and incline and stuff like that because we don't have that in Miami and so I pretty much exploded on that and was miserable just trying to survive and finish that event um dirt in my eyes and teeth and ears and everything and just like crawling my way to the finish line so I would love to get some redemption on that. I think I am a much smarter athlete than I was then. I, I have felt like in the last couple of years, I've come into my own on understanding how to pace things a little better and felt like I proved that to myself this past weekend with the trail and run that we did. So I'm hoping to get a little redemption there. And uh, yeah, I think in general, it will be different that there won't be many fans and there's only five of us, but, I don't know. I feel like I have gotten pretty good at controlling my headspace and keeping myself in a good place that I enjoy. And when I'm in a, a good mood and enjoying myself, I tend to perform better. So I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that happens out in Cali. That's awesome, dude. Um, you know, I, I, I know that you're, you're big on giving back. You're big on like getting the, the uh, other athletes and the uh, community to like, you know, learn something from your experience. So like, I don't want you to, you know, give your opponents a leg up here, mm -hmm. but there are a couple guys out there, um, specifically, you know, Justin Medeiros, Haley Adams, they haven't competed at the ranch before. Yeah. You know, what, what would you tell them? What would you tell them to, to sort of keep in mind when, when they step foot in that, that dirty, dusty, historic place? Yeah. 
You know, I'm actually really looking forward to getting to hang out with and compete against Justin. He and I have connected virtually a few times. His coach, Adam, was the coach of Team USA when we had the intro in Australia, the only year that I got to do that. And we really hit it off. I like Adam a lot. And I like Justin a lot. And I'm really excited for him and his future in the sport. And uh, I, I want to beat him this year. But in the years that we're not going head to head, I'd like to see him be successful. Um, in regards to what I would tell any other athlete that's competing there, um, I don't know. I think what I'm going to try to do is rather than get caught up in the unfamiliarity of the, the dusty California ranch thing, just take solace and comfort in the things that you are familiar with. You know, like you're going to, we're all going to have a plus one with us, whether that's a spouse or a coach. So if you really find comfort in them, make sure that you're able to shift your perspective over to that and not get lost in all the other craziness that you're not familiar with. Who, who is your plus one? Are you bringing a Max or are you bringing a Joanna? You know, uh, I want to bring that Max right there, Dog Max, but he was unavailable. He was booked up for the weekend. So <laughs> I'm going to take Coach Max out there. Joanne, Joanne actually starts her one of her final three clinical rotations for PT school on October 19th, or I guess the 20th, I think is the Monday. So I'm excited that we're going to both be kind of uh, journeying on our own paths toward success simultaneously while being able to come back together and support each other. So she'll be back at home in Miami and Max El Hajj is going to be out there with me in California. That's pretty good. I mean, having the coach with you is, is a good way of, uh, you know, having your, your strat, your strategery locked in, you know, once the, once you start finding out more about the events, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. And Max and I have become really, really good friends as well. So I've got a definitely sense of comfort with him being there with me. Yeah. He's, he's a big teddy bear. He's very comforting. He's very comforting to be around. He really is. Uh, last year. <laughs> Last question here, Noah. Uh, have you gotten any information, any details about what that week is going to be like at this point? Yeah. Um, man, the chance that I get in trouble for sharing this, I don't know how public knowledge it's supposed to be, and it's nothing super significant, but just the outline of the schedule that we've gotten so far is that we have to arrive by the 18th or the 19th, and then on the 19th, we all basically will enter the CrossFit bubble. And once we get to the hotel, we'll all be tested for COVID on site and then quarantine in our rooms with our plus one for 24 hours. So on the 20th, they should have the test results. We are going to go to orientation on the 21st. And then I'm assuming that the games themselves will kick off the day after that so probably the 22nd so in my mind we'll be competing 22nd 23rd 24th 25th four days don't know how accurate that is and don't know if i was supposed to share that information but there you go laddie thanks dude thanks for all the secret secret info dumps that's badass i appreciate that uh yeah no worries. Noah, i'm a big fan 
I know a lot of other people are big fans. We're excited to see you compete. This is a cool opportunity to like Thank see the best out there and, and you guys are going to have all the attention of the CrossFit space on you. So, you know, I, I'm pumped for it. I know you seem really pumped for it too. So I just wanted to share that with you. Thanks for your time, dude. Thank you, man. Yeah, I'm very excited. I think it'll be a unique opportunity to close out a very, very unique year.